This is Audible. To quote the scholar and political theorist John Shah, the future is not a result of choices among alternative paths offered by the present, but a place that is created, created first in the mind and will, created next in activity. The future is not some place we are going to, but one we are creating. From the schoolboy dreaming of big adventures to the scientist envisioning groundbreaking discoveries, we all care to imagine what the future will bring. Many people have attempted to predict the future, others to mould and control it. But what do we really know of the future? How does the past inform it? And what educated guesses can we make about the shape of things to come? To discuss these questions and more, I'm joined by Stephen Merchant, award-winning writer and graduate of the University of Warwick. Hello. And Carl Pilkington, fucking mong. <laughs> All right. One prediction for the future... Carl is from uh, an academic study, what, what the world would be like in about 75 years from mm -hmm. now. And uh, a big prediction they're sort of sure of is that androgyny will rule. There'll be so little difference between men and women, apart from the biology, economically, socially. It won't matter who the biggest breadwinner is, that's already being phased out. If you're in a traditional heterosexual male female couple it'll be who stays home who earns the most or whatever it won't be governed by, by gender um and that's getting less and less anyway as it is now but soon you won't even need a female or a man in your life you'll just need the egg or sperm mm -hmm. and uh you'll be able to have any coupling you want or or not thoughts carl that that isn't what i've heard what were you heard I well, heard that. So you got you you read a, an academic study, Rick. But yeah. well, let's find out what Carl's well, been reading. I heard we're, uh, you know, we're all going to go ugly. <laughs> different point, though, isn't it? That's a, a different, different point. point Not listening to a word uh, Ricky said. But no, it's on. just it's just uh, if we all sort of go ugly, uh, that will sort the population. He gets an out. extra syllable in the word ugly. Mm. Ugly, <coughs> ugly, ugly. Yeah. So that down just sorts the population out because people aren't sort of having it away. Well, well, no, well, then that, that doesn't sort of... What do you mean? Sorry, Rick, I don't understand what the hell he said there. Is he, are, you so saying, are you saying, because everyone's ugly, everyone won't want to have it away more with the ugly person? Yeah. Okay, I still don't... You seem to understand what he's talking about, Rick. I'm still confused. But what, what, he, what he thinks is that if we all... If we're all ugly, then we still have this strange paradigm of beauty that won't exist, so we won't fancy anyone as no, much. No, they'll still sort of fancy... Because at the end of the day, we're animals, aren't we? Yeah. So we'll still have it away... But yeah. not as much as they'd like to do now because it's all based on looks. Sorry, so, but what's this got to do what's with what this world like? Describe, you, describe a typical town or, or country It's exactly me. right. Imagine London, you've still got the gherkin, you've still got the big wheel. That's right. it, it's just everyone's ugly. Right, and they're, and they're doing all the same jobs, are they? they everyone's just, still, yeah, the so world's what, got to carry what on. What do they look like? What's ugly? Just imagine, like, yeah. I, haven't you ever seen anyone when you've just gone, look at that? Yeah. Right, well, like, like that. Yeah, but hold on. It's ugly by today's standards, is it? So I throw forward to 75 years, you'll go, oh, everyone's what we call ugly, but what's happened to society? What do they think of everyone? They won't suddenly go in, oh, and it annoying, we've got, we've got uglier. Because it's not no, like because a strict... we have got better looking, haven't we? If I look back now... Yeah. ...at a school photo... Yeah. You look at my class and you go, what, what was going on then? Well, you can't tell the difference <laughs> between some of the girls and the blokes. No, but that's not true. Because it is, honestly. You that's look at fashion it and, and nutrition. Stuff. And I see that, yeah, yeah. When I see an old episode of Bullseye, I think, Jesus, the men look like right. rakes with right. no teeth and a moustache. Yeah. And, they're, and they're, they're bald with their hair down like a paedophile. And he goes, now how old are you? And I thought, 52, 52. He goes, I'm 22. He goes, what? Yeah, but that's more because of the sort of people that used to go on Bullseye. I mean, yeah. you know... <laughs> Paul, exactly. Paul Newman was never going to pop on Bullseye. <laughs> no, exactly. You know, because he was actually then, a plumber from, you know, yeah. Essex. And then think of the people that he grew up with, well, where he, I mean, some of them live in holes now. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think you're, the, the class of um, Pilkey, 1982, doesn't really count. 
when he said we've got better looking I thought he was going to talk about cavemen not <laughs> yeah, his score photo I mean what happened there, there there's been no evolution in that time what are you talking about Carl we've got better looking now haven't we I wonder if he's confused it with the like, the paradigms of of beauty have changed, haven't they? So in the 50s, Marilyn Monroe was, was considered, you know, very desirable, whereas that body shape on women, yeah, more recently, has become, has become less, you know, there's yeah. lots of skinny women are seen as a paradigm of beauty. But, so that has maybe changed. But we will change. Yeah, we'll Probably change. Probably not in years. I mentioned before about, uh, your little finger. There'll come a time when that'll go. I've said, I've watched it. I've kept an eye on what my little finger's doing. <laughs> Sometimes it does nothing. It never helps out. All the others are grabbing all the stuff. That one just sort of sits there watching. So you could get rid of that, and I think that that will go in evolution. Think of the books he could have read when he was doing that, when he was monitoring his little <laughs> finger. I've, I've been watching my little finger. But again, it's what you mean. Like 75 years is nothing. The only thing that changes uh, in 75 years is trend, fashion, economics. The gene pool doesn't change unless there's been some sort of really weird mutation due to an external force. That I, I don't know. For things of science fiction where we all accidentally drank plutonium and got three eyes and one leg. It doesn't happen that fast. I've told you before, if you shaved a caveman, he's basically us. He's basically us. Well, he's basically Carl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But... Um, you know, it's the little finger will be, let me tell you, millions of years. Um, I think what's more interesting about the future, Carl, is the fact that technology integrated with humans will be fascinating. So, for instance, they're talking, you know, about the fact that in the future we may even be able to have chips in our head that allow us to access the internet or an equivalent of it directly, mentally. Not, not so not, imagine that. to say, not, not French fries. Bang on though. Well, at what point are we us then? Yeah, this is good. Go on, go on, go on. No, because if I if I can go on the internet at any time, then that's going to know more than me. What does that mean? Okay. When I don't know an answer to something now, mm. which is a lot of stuff. Really? Go on. You yeah. watch University Challenge, yeah. and the stuff them them kids on that now. I just think, where have they stored that? Where's that gone in their head? Mm. How have they left that somewhere and it's just sat there waiting to be used? For me, if something doesn't get used within a time period, that's it. But again, it's forgotten again, about. okay, that's application and, and, and training and all that. I don't but, think, I think but that... But basically, mm. you're, you, you've got about the same hardware I haven't, as those honest people. to God, I haven't. I know I haven't. Your, your brain capacity is It's not the huge. same as theirs. It's not the same. Well, you might not be what's considered as academically intelligent as them, but again, uh, an awful lot of it is, you know, nurture more than nature. Um, your brain's good. Your brain is up there. Don't worry about that. Well, it isn't. But listen, so what I'm saying is, if I want to know the answer to something, I go on the internet. Yeah, right. Now, if I've got a chip in my head with Google on it, yeah. I'm never going to use my head. I'll just be forever on Google. <laughs> Use my head. Well, I'm not but because what do you what's think the your point? Head is, though? Because well, I'm going to get it wrong. The chances are I'll get it wrong. So divert that. It's like saying no, no. You can't bypass the brain straight to Google. When so we're having a chat socially, it's not like they're going, "All right, Carl, how are you?" And um, you're not there. You're asleep, and Google's talking. Uh, I think you'll find that they're no. That, only do you want to see naked ladies? Okay, no, <laughs> no, only for questions though that I don't know. But what I'm saying is because I don't know a lot of the answers. I'll just say forget it, leave it connected to Google. <laughs> so, no, no. so then I'm well, not me anymore. Well, what are you doing? Where's you gone? I'm looking at Google. <laughs> so it is you. No, but what Steve just said is we'll have a chip in our head. Mm. Right. That can access the internet. So what, why bother using But you're your own still knowledge? the go-between. You're, you, Carl, are the go-between between the internet and whatever your but mouth says. you can't says. beat the internet. Yes, it can't, it knows everything. No, you're accessing the information like it was part of your brain capacity, but you're still processing and using that information. But, but hold on, where does Google get the information from in the first place? Someone on, one of them bright people on a University human, Challenge has put being. it on. Yeah, yeah, a human being. So, but I'm going to get lazier. I don't watch a University Challenge and go, I want to be like them, I'm going to start reading books. I've accepted, uh, I'm never going to be like them. I can't play along. All I tend to do is, 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 uh, I say to Suzanne, right, so every question now, I'm going to have egg as the answer. <laughs> and I'm hoping that one day... <laughs> what an amazing game! <laughs> what an amazing because, intellectual oh pursuit God. that is! What a lucky lady! <laughs> what the 
Susan, what does Susan say? Well, she just sees if it works. She just plays along, and then I'm saying, oh, it might be this one or whatever. I remember. I love that because I remember once it was about um, five years ago. Uh, Carl and Suzanne were around near Christmas and me and Jane were there we were playing different pile of games um, like charades and that and then one game you have to do that thing where you have to beat and you have to do animals and you have to go uh, first one is A then B so you say aardvark next one goes beaver next one goes cat it came to Carl he panicked and he went egg <laughs> <laughs> and he was on egg <laughs> So, so you're sat there watching University Challenge, and on a good night, it's, you know, well-known jeweler of Fabergé is well-known for his jewel-encrusted war egg. Uh, yeah. Humpty Dumpty is commonly pictured as a living egg. That's If you keep saying the same thing, eventually, it's yeah. like a broken watch. Carl puts his head right, looks like hay. <laughs> yeah. I've just got more chance of getting it right. Sure. But um, also, he told me, uh, when he plays University Challenge, um, uh, he says he's given up ever trying to get an answer. So now he tries to guess who's going to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> Another great game. <laughs> Suzanne's roped it on. Unbelievable. <laughs> how would you do with that? That's not. I'm normally all right on that. <laughs> normally all right. On there's got to be something else. There's there's That's another there's what another there's another evolution thing though. When you watch brainy people on that, or wearing glasses. Yeah. Mm. What does that tell you? We are reading too much. We're wearing well, the eyes out. Mm, and that, you, you can't argue with that. Because the evidence well, is there. Can. Most people on University Challenge, which is a quiz show if people don't have that in the country, <laughs> the, the, it's the brainiest quiz of all time, and it? To be honest, I don't know why they don't go on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire or something. Because they'll get a better prize than a, What do they win on University Challenge? Because they'll be stitched up by a question of, uh, who's in Ollie Oaks? It will be the. <laughs> yeah. But that's I, the snobbery as well. It'll be what character does Andy Lincoln play in this life? And they won't get it, and you'll go, egg, and you'll be <laughs> correct. <laughs> but, but that's, uh, that's the thing, isn't it? This snobbery on, like, braininess. <laughs> the way that. If you're, if you're a specialist mm. in, uh,. I don't know what something. Well, no, don't help him. Go on, finish. Just you've started a conversation. You're halfway through a sentence. You've got a point. You to can't make. bail out now. Okay. Say if you're a specialist in. Uh, Go on. Latin tattoos. <laughs> Latin <laughs> tattoos. I don't know what, that is. what Latin tattoos? I didn't know you wanted something so specific. So that's a tattoo you have on your arm with cogito or some underneath, or is it is it a Just tattoo? Just any sort. Of, well, it's the only reason Latin's still alive, isn't it? Right. Right. Tattooists. Yeah. So you go on, you go on mastermind. Yeah. And people will go, oh, he's clever, isn't he? Mm. You got, uh, you got forty correct in sixty seconds. Yeah. Now, if you go on and say <laughs> any questions <laughs> about Coronation Street between nineteen ninety and ninety two, people go, no, oh, he's a bit of a knob, because yeah. there's a snobbery to yeah. education. Yes. yes, there is. But a question is still a question, isn't it? Well, it, to a certain degree, although. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, but there's but no application to knowing who played Ian Sharples, whereas presumably there is something useful in. Um, well, not perhaps Latin tattoos, because no, we none of us understand exactly what no, that is. But um, if you're a, if you're a knowledge, you have knowledge of you know uh, astrophysics. Obviously, that's going to be you know, as Ricky says, it's going to take more application to become an expert on that than watching Coronation Street twice a week. But it's still information that you've had to learn. You've not learned it, though, have you? You've just no. sat down in front of the telly and it's just piped into your brain very directly and very easily and enjoyably. Let's say the people working on that microchip that one day you'll have in your brain, mm. are they not doing something more interesting and valuable for society than uh, than the Coronation Street fella? Um, no, because Coronation Street is... He, that fella who knows a lot about it, he's, at least he's enjoying his, his time watching that. Oh, well, I'm saying he's not enjoying it. So he's enjoying it. But, you know, a brain in a jar can be enjoying it, if it doesn't know it's a brain in a jar. Right. So what are you, what are you asking me? But we were talking... <laughs> 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 Didn't seem a difficult point, what we were saying. We what were I saying, mean is... Okay, one more go. What right. do you mean? The chip in the brain... Mm. ...isn't part of filling your head with stuff, the journey of filling it with that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Whereas if I just, if I'm, say if you had a baby, the baby pops out, it cries a bit, they go, right, we've got, w what do you want your baby to be interested in? 
and you say I, I want it to be uh, a plumber you go right <laughs> when it's two we're going to stick a plumber chip in its head right yeah it's not right is it no no I don't know why you chose plumber either <laughs> well we still need plumbing yeah I know we do but the, it's uh, odd that they would have chosen for they've got such uh, yeah such kind of small it's what, it's what ambitions it's, for it's what babies. his granddad did and he, he you know he, they want the sort of the thing to go through the business they own yeah. a plumbing business <laughs> They want they want the baby to carry on the business. Of the they want they want to be a, a baby to be able to plumb. It goes on now where where parents force the kids into riding horses, and you mm. see the kid without the parents about, and you go, "Do you like horses?" And they go, no, "Not really." Being forced to get on a horse, yeah. can't stand them. Yeah. And people would go, "That's wrong." The mm. kid should have the freedom to decide if he wants to get on a horse or not. That's right. Yeah. Well, what about this chip in the head? But you've made this but up. You've made the scenario. They're, they're not putting chips in babies' heads. I thought you said they were. No. What, well, when did I say that? No, no, no. I said that. I, I think Steve's one. I don't know. I haven't read it. But I imagine he's saying it's the next step in convenience with technology and, and, and an interface between a human and uh, a research tool or fun. You know, computers went from being the size of a room to a thing you can wear on your watch. So the next step may be, oh, you, you won't forget your palm top, you won't forget your iPod, you won't forget your laptop. It's It's in there. It's an I know, but it makes us but, lazy. But but you you straight away thought that now that that, that it went to some sort of weird um, uh, laboratory where it's all white and there's just a, a doctor uh, and he's everyone's in a silver suit, right? And they go, we're removing your you the self. We're removing the self and putting in chip. <laughs> you are now computer boy. Yeah, it's but not. Watch Coronation Street. Well, you won't in a few seconds. But I hate Coronation Street, me. Carl, it's not a question of it's not that it's not that Google is now Carl. It looks like it looks like Carl, but it's just spamming, you know, little pop-ups about offers you can buy and all the cheap holidays here and there. He's not the man I'm added. Right, look at it like this. Jesus, look, I see it all the time now. Go on. You go. Ooh. Where are you going to someone? And they go, I'm going to uh, Dorset. Aye. Oh, aye. What road are you taking? Don't know. I'll just pop on the sat nav. Now, mm. that's a start, isn't it? Okay. Let's act that out with me, okay? Um, I'm going away for the weekend, Carl. Are you? Yeah. Where are you going? Dorset. Oh, yeah. Uh, are you getting there? Uh, car. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, which, uh, which way are you going? Um, don't know. Why, why do you want to know? Well, just, just making a, just making a friendly chat. Just, you know, I'm, I'm interested in geography. Which way are you going? Well, I don't know, really. I've got a sat-nav in my car, and Ooh. I'm getting there, and... What do you mean? What, what... what lazy, isn't it? Well, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a pigeon. I don't... Have well, you got an A to Z? Well, well yeah, but it's, yeah, it's on a computer, the A to Z. What's the difference between looking at an A to Z and... It's a bit, and, lazy, it's, a bit lazy, though. Not really, no. No. Why? Why is it any different that I've got it computer... Oh, so I can go along. That's it's a bit dangerous, isn't it? It's a bit. Don't have to go to A to Z when you're driving along. Clive, who are you talking to? Because we need to hit the road. We need to get going. What is this? Uh, uh, this fucking idiot who wants to know what road I'm sorry. taking, which is a fucking boring thing who? to ask. Anyway. Sorry, who is this twat? Because we've really got to get going. He's a fucking dickhead. Who, 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 I think he's an A to Z salesman by the. I mean, we're well, just, well, just telling him we're using the sat nav. Yeah. It's the quickest, most efficient way of doing it. It's the quickest, most efficient way of doing it. No, but but look, look what's happened. Would Columbus found America? If he'd had a sat nav. Yes! No, he wouldn't. He'd have put in America and he would have taken it to America. He wouldn't. He only found it because he got lost. Now, if everybody d just hold goes. Hold on, hold on. How would he, an undiscovered country, <laughs> be on a sat nav? No. Go on. But I, I just What's mean. What's the difference between the sat nav and the map in that regard? Because I've found some lovely little cafes on roads I've never been on. <laughs> From finding oh, a continent to a little cafe. I love that. I love that. Little greasy. I'm, I am off to discover the unknown world. Where are you going? Well, I don't know yet. It's the unknown world. What are you taking? Just a uh, boat like all lazy swim, you can't. <laughs> I love the fact that he's so Luddite now, he's annoyed at the sat nav. I mean, you'd have probably given Columbus a hard time or got a compass. Don't you know where north <laughs> is, you twat? I just think there's something in being lost. I never feel lost. I just think, oh, I've had a diversion. <laughs> because you find you find new things. I'm forever well, going down. Suzanne's asking the French peasant where oh, the. I uh, just think you know Columbus. Oh, right, what's the most interesting thing you found when when lost? Uh, like I say, they normally I, I found a shop that was like a fancy dress shop. 
Amazing. Do you need fancy dress up? You never go Columbus. You never went to sat nav. <laughs> went to Dorset for the weekend. You never go. Why do you need a fancy dress up? That sounds like the one thing you would hate. Oh, is fancy just, dress. No, but I like looking at the. Uh, they have like a space helmet in there. Right. So you found a fancy <laughs> dress shop. Where are you supposed to be going? That you got. You had time to get sidetracked and go in a. I think I was going to a meeting. Just Amazing! That's the last time. Awesome. You want to get lost? Yeah, you because no, I always give myself loads of time because I get lost a lot. I always give myself. Get a, get a No, I'm I'm just saying you, that's that's how you find little treats along the way. And you, <laughs> next time you pass it, or next time someone says, "Do you know where the fancy dress shop is?" You can go, "Yeah, I do." You go, I have no idea because I was lost. No, I didn't no, know where no, it was. No, 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 no. Normally, oh, I well, I'm not going to tell you. Lazy cunt. Haven't you got an AZ? Yeah. Oh, that's harsh. Yeah, find it yourself. You lazy twat. Well, I might get lost. Good. You might find another one. I'm ju- I, it just goes back to the, the chip thing in the head. I think you, you've got to learn along the way. We can't get lazy. We can't have chips in the head knowing how to plumb. That's what it's all about, isn't it? And, and making mistakes. If you make a mistake, I, I've done some wiring, got a little shock. Won't happen again. It will. <laughs> I've seen that experiment with you before. <laughs> so, what have you learned? You keep going on about all this learning. What yeah. have you learned? What have you learned? Okay, sum when? up. Sum up mankind's foray into the future. I want this. This will be the introduction to a book about the future. It will then be read in a hundred years' time and go. Carl Pilkington was the most prophetic genius that's ever walked the earth. These are his words from 2010. Just some predictions that you predict- think. No, just just that you sum it up. Just sum it up. Um, I believe. Start off with. I, Carl Pilkington, believe that mankind in the future will. Okay, start off and with that. And then what? Just have like a top five. Well, no, or just just well, maybe uh, just predictions. Just predictions. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So and then a little, and then a little thing to remember. And remember ye this. So I, Carl Pilkington, predict that in the future mankind will. Uh, start off with that. Start off with that sentence. I've given you that one. All right, I'm Carl. And uh, the future. He's already gone off road. It's, it's a scary road. place, right. but the future's going to happen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? There's no getting away from that. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Your predictions are. Mm. Well, we're 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 all. Uh, mm. It's not a sound bite. Uh, keep going. I'm going space. Okay, space. This is in a book. I've, I've got to think about. I okay. Don't get it think. Wrong. Okay. Think first. Think and then then say it. Okay. Starting from now, these words of wisdom will be inscribed on a wall of a museum one day. Proceed. Wall of a laboratory. Wall of... I think trousers are going to be stopped being made. <laughs> Just because right. you see, you see kids now. They've got <laughs> pants around their ankles. They're going further and further down. So I think, I think they're, they're, that's evolution. Just getting rid of the trouser. Right. It's just dropping naturally. <laughs> that's the evolution of the trouser because it's dropping incrementally well, you see, down now, you can the see arts. kids' underpants. So they're just dropping. Yeah. I think they'll get to a point when they just don't bother wearing them anymore. Right. Prediction one. <laughs> that's an amazing make, one. They'll stop making trousers in the future. Good, okay. Good. Uh. We're going to get weaker. We're, we're, that's already that's already happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used to say, you know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Now they're saying eat five fruits. <laughs> right. So we've definitely that's that's evidence. You can't argue with that. <laughs> I probably put that first because the guy's right. What's number two? So swap that round. Okay. That's number Give one. Give him the pants second. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Okay, they number used three. to say, and after the day, keep the dogs away. They used to say, they used to say, pull your trousers up. Now they say, put them down. You can. I'm gonna say, number three. Right, number three. Oh, the scholars are now waiting with bated breath when they find this old scroll and they go, ooh, Mm. what can number three be? Uh, I reckon we'll blend all our food. Oh God! No, I honestly the... thought then we were going to make a point about race. Yeah. I never thought it would be. We'll blend all our food. Oh 
like a, like, oh, like they amazing. do for babies, you mean? Just, oh. yeah, I just think, oh. when you think about all the stuff we eat now, cavemen, oh. chewing on big lumps of meat. Yeah. yeah. We had wisdom teeth. Yeah. Mm. Now they say, they'll take them out, you're not using them. Yeah. Why not using them? Because your food's soft. Yeah. Mm. Sorbet. Yeah. Soups. Yeah. Uh... You know, everything's softer, Just isn't it? When you get an avocado, yeah. they say, is it soft? Everyone's squeezing the food before they buy it. Yeah. No one wants anything tough. Yeah. Mm. So I think, I think chewing is a sort of thing of the past. past. We haven't got the time to chew. Everyone's like, hurry up, eat that. You mm. don't have to go out for dinner with Ricky. He's like, hurry up. <laughs> like, I'm still eating well, it. Well, he does blend his food, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so blending food. Great. Uh, I reckon, uh, what else do we do now? So I've done teeth. Mm. Done trousers. I've come up with this idea. <laughs> These sort of like glasses, but you can live wherever you want to live. What do you mean? Everything that's real, you're not looking at that anymore. This is really the future. I'd put this at number ten. <clears throat> this is like... We're only doing five, fuck me. Oh, so the, you, what you mean is that you look through the glasses and instead of seeing what the real world you see a tropical what paradise you want to see. so if you're if if you're a young kid and you like the idea of living in the urban ghetto yeah with all graffiti on the walls and that you can see that yeah but hold on are you walking around because you'll be bumping into stuff won't you no why not no what you mean is what? that the stuff that's there in the real world is being digitally reimagined yeah. in your glasses so what was a nice country lane is suddenly now an it's urban it's got loads ghetto. of graffiti on it sure absolutely mental point this would never work <laughs> absolutely yeah. one of the maddest so things you've ever weird, said really weird that one yeah it yeah. could be done it, I reckon it, it could be easily why done. would it be okay okay that last one that's number four that's a load of bollocks um so what's number five There'll be, there'll be more letters in the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Because we're running out of words now, aren't we? No, no we're not running out of no, words. we are. Now. We are definitely no, running out of words. No. It's using the letters we've no, already got yeah. and making new words. Okay, yeah, we're making, yeah. No, but we haven't got enough now. Of course we have. Have okay. you any idea? You could, you could have a word with nine L's yes. before you run out. Yeah, and they do in, in Wales and what have you. That's, that's because their, their alphabet <laughs> is shorter than ours. They've only got something like 24 letters over there. Right. But they go mental with the L. <laughs> <laughs> now, now what we do is, we've got 26 letters, mm. but we are now struggling. We're, we're not struggling, struggling at we're, all. We're, we are. We're not. Let me say stupid. <laughs> in shampoo. Now there's a word where they've gone, well we've invented something here. What? We've got something we're putting in shampoo. Boswallocks? Boswallocks. <laughs> you just made that up? No, no it's that, it's not the go. I knew, knew with Boswallocks and Ceramidar. Yeah, but that's a new word because they have to invent, they come yeah, with but, a new word. But it's a, it's a terrible word. Why? Boswallocks. <laughs> it's another word! Is that real? You've missed yeah, that out, have no, you? I haven't, a real word. Yeah. Now this is what I'm saying. So years ago when they came up with all the sensible ingredients, uh, go on. sodium. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds all right. He likes sodium, he doesn't <laughs> like Because it sounds like an, 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 something in it, like an ingredient. Well, yeah, but that's because you're used to it. Is this a load of Boswell's? Are you winding me up? <laughs> no, it's real. It's, it's, it's real. And that's because 26 letters, we've wasted them. Years ago we went mental with the, you know, pneumonia sticking a P on it. And uh, there's loads of words where you go, what's that letter doing in there? <laughs> Whereas now, they can't do that. They've gone, whoa, pull that back. Why is that letter there? Ooh, and now you've got stuff like abbreviations and stuff. Yeah. Let's not waste letters. Let's just control it a little bit. Mm. Uh, things, no. cars are called things like, you know, GTI or something. Because they're going, well, I can't think of a word to call this. So they're giving them letters. Think of a word now. Think of a word that hasn't been made up. What do you mean? Well, tell me a word that hasn't up. been made up. All words have been made up. No, one that hasn't. That could be used. Say if I invent oh. something now to put in shampoo, what can I call it? Quick. Cranberry. No, it's too close to that. No, we can't get that past the advertising person. Scrimpton. Scrimpton. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it took Ricky two goes and you accepted his second one. <laughs> well, I think we've, uh, I think we've, um, sorted out the future. Wow. <laughs> 
since obviously the days of Nostradamus there's been many people who've tried to foresee the future uh, Carl I'm not sure if you're familiar but there's endless um, you know predictions apparently there are other planets that may collide with ours you know there's some scientific basis on this um, and obviously I don't know if you've been f- seen the posters for that recent film 2012 mm-hmm. well that's based on this notion of uh, some kind of Mayan calendar which supposedly predicts the end of the world as, as being 2012 but if you knew with certainty that today was the end of the world how, how do you spend that final day? I mean, this seems weird to me, but I've, I think I would, I'd like to experience a lot of the extremes of existence. So, for instance, I've always wanted to smash up a bar. Do you know what I mean? It's strange, strange, but I've always wanted the exhilaration of just smashing all those bottles, like you see in a film. But would you enjoy day. it as much, knowing that you're going to die in eight hours? I don't know, I suppose it's the sense of abandon, you know? I mean, maybe I'd murder a person. You know, wow. just see, you know, I don't know, but I think I'd probably go mental. Because that's Because wor- I've always been a very reserved person, you know, I've always, I've never got into a fight, I've never caused a rumpus. Yeah, but that's a worrying thought because, um, we, we don't have to have the end of the world for it to be the end of your world, because a lot of people know that they're terminally ill, so mm. they don't go around smashing up bars and killing people. But I suppose I know there'll be no repercussions ultimately, because they're gonna the next day everyone's gone, yeah, so there's so not going to be mourning families. But, but then, uh, but then how dare you deprive that person of his last eight hours or ten hours of life? Um, I don't care because it's the last day on earth. Well, that's so I true. Know, I know the moral guilt that I'll feel is over in, in a few hours. Morality isn't relative just to repercussion, is it? Because no, but you the can, point you is, can you do things without repercussion. But often people say, you know, what would you do if you never got caught, or would you do it if you know, I, I, there is repercussions for that person, as grave as they might be, just because you feel that it's no big deal either way that they're only going to live another eight hours they might feel differently and you're saying well you won't care because you won't be around but then why do people care about their loved ones when they won't be around why do people get a will ready because my point is that they know that those people will continue to live for an in- indeterminate amount so of time so you do care about the p- other person of course i do oh, no, of course i do but my point is knowing that everyone is going to be wiped off the face of the earth the following day all of those re- all those repercussions are no longer quite the same um i'd find it hard to divorce myself from my morality that's ingrained just because it doesn't matter anymore yeah but i mean i i honestly to me it seems that we're approaching uh, just the end the end of all things and so I'm saying that there's something about the fact that we're all going to end that somehow seems very liberating what would you do? I've always wanted to kick a duck up the arse Obviously, the future is relative. Um, us talking now, the future is one thing, the past is another. But to someone in the past, we are in the future. So, Carl, if you could go back into any era, okay, you are what you are now. You are you as you sit there now, your age, with all your memories and all your input and all your advantages on uh, ages gone by. And all your advantages over people gone by. Um, where would you go? What would you do? Don't worry about ramifications. Like if you squash a butterfly, you come back here, and we're all speaking a different language. And yeah, but I don't. I don't believe all that. Of course you should. They should have picked something better than a butterfly. The thing about if you kill a butterfly, there's a volcano somewhere. Right there. Okay. What did that noise mean? Yeah. <laughs> It's just it's just passing the book, isn't it? It's kind of like blaming a butterfly. That, that they only live about a day. So you blame it, and it's dead anyway, and there's no evidence left. It's a stupid is argument. Is that the theory? Is that, yeah, the theory it's, that it's, you're it's, blaming a butterfly for a volcano? I'm not sure that's it. Is it? Yeah, it, no, it it's wafts about, its wings it, and when it causes it wafts, right. When a butterfly wafts, if you stop the waffery, then the whole world has changed because there was no waft on a certain day. Okay, but that means that everything's part of the causal web. It's it's a model for determinism. So things do, yeah. Of course, things have an effect on everything else. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's a bad example. The butterfly doing its wings. Well, no. Something you know, that, uh, that butterfly. That butterfly might have um, flown in through a car window and frightened someone, and they crashed. Use a wasp. <laughs> 
why, why is that preferable? Because you don't panic. I've been in a car when there's a wasp knocking about. It's terrifying. I, 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 yeah, I can see how that could cause a disaster. But a butterfly, you just go open the other window. I love that you've won him over to that theory now, just by substituting a butterfly and a wasp. <laughs> you think back to perhaps when you were teenager or even before when you were growing up you had visions I suppose of your own personal future and how that would play out how you could change the way you lived your life in order to affect the future I mean I was very I'm very lucky in, the, in some regards in that one of my ambitions was always to be involved with comedy yeah and um I was very really excited about that, and I was lucky that I've managed to achieve that. A lot of people don't even know what they want from their future. Well, the other thing is that when you dream of where you'll be in 20 years' time, you don't change the future. You don't change the buildings, and no. the, the, you just think of yourself sort of richer, having a happier life. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. So, um, and also, I was always, I was always slightly more handsome in the future. But <laughs> <laughs> like I kept imagining I would grow a little more handsome. Uh, people kept so my grandmother would keep telling me, you, you know, you'll fill out when you fill out a bit. She was obsessed with me filling out. This is why she would feed me endlessly. The idea that somehow if I was yeah. less gangly, yeah, it worked with me though. Yeah, my, you just you really my, filled I, out. I filled out. Yeah, it's funny because um, I still forget what I look like now in the present. Yeah, in my head, I still look like I used to look. Then I catch a little glimpse of myself in the shop window and go, "Who's that foul?" Oh. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm yeah. so much better. But you did have a long, you've, you've journeyed a long way. I mean, you, good looking lad, and you are, I mean, it's preposterous. Mm. I mean, everyone I work with or meet who's seen a picture of you as a teenager doesn't understand it. I mean, I pretty much look the same. You know what I mean? I haven't changed much. Um, I'm still a constant disappointment to myself in a way, you know. Mm. I mean, I put on a tuxedo, that's the best I'm ever going to look, and I don't look like James Bond. Yeah. Whereas you at least had a moment where you, you looked around. I mean, it's, honestly, it's Jane I feel sorry for. Mm. Because, well, I mean, she did not sign up for this. <laughs> well, we've all, we've all no, changed. No, I've seen pictures of her in the past. She ain't changed much. No, I don't mean that. Whereas I mean, you... I mean, we've all changed. We've all, we all changed. Carl used to have hair. Yeah, but he hadn't, you, by your own admission, had it for long. You, you, you didn't have it hair for long, did you? You no, started it wasn't, it wasn't. Anyway. didn't want to hang around my hair. It was never, I've told you, it, it didn't feel needed, so it went. I never did anything with it. It was hair of a Chinaman, wasn't it? Even the hairdresser said. He said, yeah. you can do nothing with this. So what do you mean? He said, it's just too, it's all sort of limsy. Limsy? <laughs> Sorry, was that, that, that's a... Limp or flimsy, I reckon. Uh, well, no, that yeah. lim, limsy is, uh, is a Chinaman. Um, that, 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 uh, <laughs> gave his name yeah. to the, uh, the limp hair uh, of, the, of the Chinese So place. you think your hair bailed on you because it was not getting treated well enough? I think that's, I think that's true. I think that's right. how it works. But yeah, I know what you mean. You sort of, I sort of think about, if I've changed and that, but I don't think I have that much. Mm. I still have the same sort of thoughts. Um, I like olives now, <laughs> which I okay. didn't like probably three years ago. Right. Mm. Wow. Um, but you can, if you eat four in a row, you get a taste for them. And I thought, go on, then I'll have five. <laughs> and right. I, I thought, yeah, they're all right these. <laughs> so that's different. But other than that, I mean, these. So what, what, what were your dreams and ambitions when you were young? Didn't have any. Right. It was kind of uh, five years old. What do you want to be? What were the um, thoughts of the future? I didn't, I didn't worry. At five years old, you're not worrying about okay. work and that. Ten. What, what's your, what's your hopes and fears of all these years I met in thee tonight? I wasn't worrying about work till about, till about 13, 14. Just thinking, right, you know, people who were new had left school. They weren't getting work. And I was thinking, oh, I don't want to be like that. Um, that's when I did boxing. You know, that, I could have gone down that route. Mm. Got into boxing, didn't I? Mm. How uh, many fights do you have? Don't know, about three or four. Yeah. Uh, How many does when does brain camp damage kick in? I guess it can. St I mean, I Rarely. guess it can happen almost instantly. I mean, it must that must be must have been part of it. Were you were you really? Did you really get a bad beating on one of those fights? Yeah, Leroy gave us a right good clacker in. Mm. Uh, clackering. Uh, yeah, the thing is, your jab was a bit limsy, but Leroy's was clackering. <laughs> Uh, then there was the dancing. I don't remember mm. this. What break dancing? Well, I did that. I did a bit of body popping. Yeah. Did you ever th really think that you might do this in the future? You did never know, do you? But did you at the time? Do you remember thinking, oh, I could, I wouldn't mind doing well, this? Well, I must have, I must have, must have thought that for me to go. Well, let's let's try and join, you know, Twiggy's dance club and all that. And uh, my mum and dad always sort of, you know, if you want to give it a go, give it a go with the boxing. Uh, you know, my dad was saying, right, I'll get you the proper shoes and that. And my mum's like, don't, don't bother getting in them yet. 
Let's see if he sticks at it for like four months because they were about 30 quid for Let the him shoes. carry on in my furry slippers. Uh, then with the dancing, <laughs> it was the same thing. I said, oh, I need some leg warmers and that. And, uh, These tights are just as good. Come on. <laughs> no, pop, pop, pop on your nan's tights. My dad gave me, um, like, his, uh, he cut, like, the, the sleeves off his shirt. Amazing. <laughs> and that were your leg warmers. Yeah. Amazing. But uh, it's funny, when you're a kid, it doesn't bother you. But surely cut them off a jumper. No, yeah. I, I don't know why. I know it looked daft. I had cuffs on leg warmers. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's amazing. But when you're That's a kid, amazing. what did they you think they were It must have looked Lance Lawrence and Bowen doing a handstand. <laughs> 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 but then you know that didn't last long, and then my dad, you know, it, I was getting older now, and he's like, Dad needed his shirt back for a wedding. <laughs> yeah, as long as he didn't take his jacket off, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> dad, I'm, I'm I'm losing my hat. I need a hat. I don't need a bloody hat. Pop me pants on fed. <laughs> but then you've got to make sure you you try and get a job and school was sort of saying So fifteen now. Bang on why the twiggies? Why'd you stop going down twiggies? Well it was shut, wasn't it? Amazing. Oh it closed down. It closed down, it had a load of toilet rolls in there. It'd been turned into like a storage unit. I've never really had a had like a dream of just bumbled along. Because, the, the, like I've said, it's that, it's that thing of Clackered, sort of... Um, limsy. It's like, call my fucking bluff. There's no point sort of wishing for too much, because if you don't get it, you'll be fed up. So it's better just to sort of go, well, let's see what's around the corner. This is what I've said to you about a sat-nav system. Right. It? It's the same thing. Mm. Yeah, sure, after sat-nav, type in where you want to go, and it'll take you straight there. Mm. But what I say is, use the back streets. Mm. Have a look around. Turn off. Don't go straight ahead. Turn right. Mm. The little dead ends. Yeah. Have a look. Well, you might get mugged. Have a look. Don't go down the dead ends. Why not? You've got a reverse back. There's nothing there. Dead end. No, but have a look. Well, there's nothing there. It's dead end. Well, what's the road doing there then? Well, it's a dead end. It's yeah, dead but there must be something down there. There's nothing. It's, dead. it's just ends. It's just a wall. Right, so it's not a problem. Reverse. Do, 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 well, don't go down do. in the first place if you know it's a dead end. Don't tell people to go down the dead end. They've got to reverse out. Difficult. Well, I'd say just have a look. You see, that's the difference between me and you. I'd right. have a look down the dead it's end. It's dead end, no, don't worry. It's What's dead end? Dead, end. dead nothing, mate. Dead end. R rubbish? Just yeah, no, rubbish. nothing. Dead nothing end. at all. Yeah, no, put your hand there. Dead end. Right, so I'll go. Well, I'll just have a look for myself because I don't believe you. Okay. Well, go on then. Right, I'll have a look. Yeah. Oh, look at this I found. What have you found? Box of money that you didn't know about. <laughs> all I'm saying is it could be. He anything. has still got the brain of a ten-year-old, <laughs> hasn't he? Money. He's still got the brain of a ten-year-old. <sighs> I'm just uh, set your stall out. Right. So where's the stall? Where are you setting the stall? Not in the because <laughs> yeah, there's no there's food no thoroughfare. Yeah, you want you want to be on this a sort crazy. of public highway. Where are you setting the stall out? What are you selling? What are you selling? Well, this is what I'm saying to you. What are you selling? I'm first? selling a mixture of stuff. What? Like what? All sorts. What have you bought it with? A bag of money you found in the dead end. Leg warmers. Right, you got you got le new leg warmers with um. Do you want have you, do you want cufflinks with them? <laughs> what? Do you want cufflinks with them leg warmers? <laughs> well, now why would I do that? Well, you got to fucking look smart, ain't you? You can't. <laughs> <laughs> so you're selling. Uh, what are you selling? You're <laughs> so you, yeah. se you set your stall out. Yeah. Right. Now, yes. isn't it dangerous to sell oh. all the same product in that shop? Right. Okay, don't know what you're talking about. Where's your going? This yeah. is a metaphor. I think it's a metaphor. Yeah. Um, similar, yeah, what, yeah. What, are you, what are you selling? What are you selling first? Bang. No, two, three, three, four. No, but Quick. this is, is what I'm saying to you. This is, is what I'm saying to you, though. I right. just said to you. Yeah. You. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you wanted to do. You haven't told me. Right. I'm saying. Do you want me to tell you what I wanted to be when I wanted to be well, at five years old? I wanted to own a sweet shop until my mum said, "You know, you got to buy the sweets first. Right? From ten, I wanted to be like a scientist. Fifteen, a vet kicked in. But Carry at some on. point, you jettisoned all of that to try and pursue a pop career. Twenty, I wanted to be a pop star. Twenty-five, I thought I'd better get a job. <laughs> well, at thirty, I did. <laughs> me saying turn off the main road and do a right. Yes. Is saying. Just have a look around in the same way that if you go into a shop. It was a metaphor, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. It was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the same way that if you go into a shop, mm. you're thinking I'm getting a uh, quarter of bomb bombs. Right, bomb bombs. Bomb bombs. Well, by okay. the time you get to the counter. You're clackered. And you get some licorice all sorts instead because you yeah. thought, actually, I forgot about them. Sorry, now this isn't a metaphor, is it? This is, re this is a real shop now, isn't it? I just, uh, I just mean you're gonna, be, you're gonna be let down. You're gonna be very, very disappointed with life. Mm. If, um, you know, what? What? If what? If what? If if what? If what? The thing you're aiming for, yeah, doesn't happen. But what if it does happen? 
I'd like to take issue with this because there's a lot of young people who listen to our podcasts and if they listen to you this tripe that if you try for something in life it won't happen so don't bother I think it's a bloody disgrace no. imagine if Leona Lewis had thought that when she went on the bloody X Factor she wouldn't have got punched by that bloke in that <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't make sense but you know what I mean she would not be living her dreams yeah but we don't know what Leona wanted to do she might she have had a backup plan that's why she's done it she might have had a backup plan yeah but she fulfilled the main ambition which was to sing that's why she went on the show she didn't go in there because she thought I might want to work down a branch of Waterstones. You think she went in there and said, uh, quarter bomb bomb, she's like, oh, this is, uh, X Factor, but she went, oh, go on then. <laughs> well, I was saying. Well, what about the, 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 the girl who looked like a fat baby? She went on there with a dream. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> oh, yeah! But nah. the point is, I'm not saying you all have to go on the X Factor if you're a hopeless idiot. I'm saying if you've got a little bit of talent and you pursue it, it might take you somewhere. If you want to be a vet or a doctoral pop star, you might have a chance. You might as yeah. well have a stab for it. Then said, no, that's all right, I'll just sit around in my underpants. Yeah, they're doing a new one, the X-ray factor, where you can actually, you know, become a top radiologist. <laughs> <laughs> but I've said this for, for an idea. I think they should do that. Because how many singers do we need in the world? You see, that's the thing. We're talking yeah. about the future. Yeah. I, I think it, we're not going to talk anymore. I think we're, we're all... We're, it's going to be like living in an opera. The way yeah. things are going on now, everyone wants to sing. Yeah. Whereas, if you did a TV programme to try and get a doctor, you know... X-ray factor. You know, yeah. it's all about, you know, getting in young kids, do live surgery. You know, there's big queues anyway. People are queuing up to have operations done. Yeah. So you say, look, Hilda... You have got a problem with your, with your left bunion. You can either wait for your proper doctor and hospital, but it's going to be a, a two-year waiting list. Or you can or have Jedward do it are you free Saturday night, live? Because <laughs> we've got two 17-year-olds who are going to do it. Hilda! She comes out. They, they <laughs> it's a little voice. I've never heard him do a little voice before. So do I'm going to wait. I'm okay, okay. So this is, okay, what is this? This is a talent show where people can have a go at being a doctor. doctor. Yeah. Right, well, this is like something from the Middle Ages. But they need, but they need volunteers who would rather have um, an apprentice, someone have a go. Well, it's okay. not even an apprentice, it's someone no. with no training at all. Yeah. They learn how to do major operations in a week. But no, not major ones, that's for the final. You do a heart, <laughs> Of course, yeah, you've got to build up that, sure. But a heart up. transplant for the final. <laughs> That's so anyway, amazing. so it's Hilda, and Hilda's not the person, she's not operating, she's just a person who needs a bunch no, she's, the, she's the foot problem, yeah. So she comes right. in, they have a quick chat have with her. Have a chat with her, how's your life been? Bit of cold play under her. She's yeah, going, yeah. oh, it's terrible, I can hardly walk and all that, and they right. go, right. Here's a fowl who looks like a baby. <laughs> and then... And you think this is a good, you don't see any problems with this so far, you've not, not identified any concerns yet. If it means you get younger people into other jobs other than singing. Mm. I agree with you. I think it's crazy that everyone now just wants to be uh, a famous, a singer or something, and we don't need them. They're just contriving it. All they're doing is knocking the last one off the top number one spot. It's just a factory. But I'm not talking about everyone should try and be a singer, am I? What I'm saying is sometimes you're allowed to pursue your dreams and they might be, so you may you may fulfill those dreams. Yeah, There's nothing Steve, wrong with that. Steve, it may be that you Steve. want to operate on a woman called Hilda or a bunion. Pursue that dream. But according Steve. to your negative views, we shouldn't even try and do that Steve, either. What go I'm on. saying is, go on. What's he saying? Leona was an example. I'm not saying everyone should try and be like Leona. No, but no. Listen. listen, listen to his point, Stephen, okay. because he's got a very good point coming up. Here it now. comes. This is it. Okay. He hasn't said a, 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 a normal word yet, but he's going to say some now, and they're all going to be profound. People's dreams. Mm. Out their own dreams. Oh, hold on. What do you right. mean by that? Okay, keep, that going, no, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. No, 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 no. Yeah, He'll explain. Don't you don't need to ask any questions. He'll explain. Because they think they know what they want because mm. they see it on the telly. Mm. They see you know someone singing a song and they go, "I want to do that." Yeah. So all I'm saying is, change the dreams. Mm. Change the dreams. Yeah. To what? Surgery. They're watching that. <laughs> they see an elder happy with a better foot. The doctor's getting all the praise to go, I want a bit of that action. That's what it's about. They don't want to be singers. Mm. They want to be known. They want to be famous. Yeah. So, fine. Have a bit of fame, but do mm. some good. Fix Hilda's foot. Sorry, was that the end of the point? Yeah, because all we've done, we've, we've changed the dreams. Dreams are... Well, um, you've hit on a good point there, because what is astounding is that when you, you know, um, people are inundated with praise for people who are just clothes horses they are just skinny nobodies who don't do anything except have their picture taken and their role models for you know i'm not talking about um you know anyone in particular but it's just these people who 
you know want to be seen with other celebrities and marry celebrities and be a celebrity people think that's an easy life because they're getting rewarded for it and yet someone who's stuck in a laboratory trying to come up with a cure for aids they don't know or care about them and okay can i just point out though that if we're gonna have a go at people being successful making money and being well known for doing nothing of any value I point you to the man sat opposite me here. <laughs> and that's, hey, I tell you, there's times when I, you know, lie awake at night thinking, what was my dreams? Yeah, but I have to be a little but doctor. I've got a new boy yeah. Hold on. And two houses. I'd love to, I'd, I'd love to be a little doctor. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's past me now, there's no way I can, I can go back. Uh, well. But it would have been You're wrong. Man. Carl Pilkington! <laughs> Hilda! <laughs> what is it? What, what now, Hilda, what's up with you? I've got, um, I've got terrible piles. Um, uh, it's, there's some, there's some sort of blockage up there. I, I haven't gone to the, uh, excuse me, I haven't gone to the toilet for a week. Well, Carl, can you unblock Hilda's arse? Now live, unblocking Hilda's arse. Carl Brokington! <laughs> I thought she had bad feet. No, her feet, no. Jedward fixed her feet. There's a lovely job, that's why they stayed in last week. Her arse is worse than her feet. It's because she's been off her feet for so long, because she couldn't walk. Her arse took the brunt of it, and it's just terrible. Piles of burst, it's blocked up there, where all she just eats is cheese because she's so depressed. I'd, I'd just, I'd probably knock it on the head there. I'd Why? just say, because I'd just say, like going back to the, the street thing, I've gone down the wrong avenue. Right. I go, this isn't for me, I didn't know I'd be, you know, eye to eye with this. <laughs> What's up? It's not for me, and that's how you find out that it's not for you, by doing it. Right. But at least I gave it a go. So this, the same as you had one fight with Leroy, you went along to a dance studio, it was shut, you've seen Hilda's ass, and it's turned you off proctology. Once again, you've just abandoned it. Yeah, well, that's a, there's have no a point. go. Have a go. Just feel inside Hilda's back passage. Feel the blockage. Right. No, because the audience have already decided. They've seen a weakness in me. They're going to vote me out. No, no, there's no point me getting dirty fingers for this. <laughs> <sighs> well, that's about it for the Ricky Gervais Guide to the Future. The next audio book in this series is the Ricky Gervais Guide to the Human Body. Look forward to that. Will do. It's goodbye from me, Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant. Goodbye. And the little round-headed shaven chimp that is forever Carl Pilkington. All right. <laughs> Audible hopes you have enjoyed this program.